Welcome back. I'm Carolyn Stain, and you're listening to Classic Lunch here on Classic 1027. The Classic Lunch Investment Q&A is proudly brought to you by Emperor Asset Management, ensuring that your investments make sense for you specifically. Emperor Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Now, I've got Craig Turton on the line once again. Craig is the head of wealth at Emperor Asset Management, and he's going to try and answer some of the questions that you sent in. Hi, Craig. Hope you're having a great week. Lovely to be chatting to you again. Good afternoon, Carolyn. Yeah, great to be here as always. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Craig, we've asked if anyone had any questions for you last week, and the questions we received seem to be based on two main topics. The one is retirement and the other starting to invest. Let me redo the first one. It goes like this. How do I go about saving for my retirement and how much do I need? How much will I need? Sure, Carolyn, it's a, it's a great question. I think it's, it's one that's on a lot of people's minds. Um, I think the, f- the first thing is, 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 you know, it's not a one size sort of fits all uh, number or, or equation when, it, when we talk about how much we need for retirement. You know, we, we, we all have our own you know, set of financial needs and, and goals and expenses and, you know, family structures, etc. So, you know, I like to, to sort of use the uh, analogy that you know someone with with five million rand who retires to Monte Carlo versus someone with five million rand that retires to a secluded island uh, you know they're going to live very very different lives and their financial demands are going to be going to be very different so you know that's one consideration you know I think you know we need to take into account when we when we are planning for retirement you know, essentially, you know, what we're all looking for is to is to sustain our standard of living um, in retirement. Um, and yeah, we all know it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes you know long term planning and understanding yourself and how you are with money. And you know, for me personally, you know, Carolyn, I'm not a great saver, um, but I understand you know how important it is to to put money away. So so understanding myself, I, I like to lock my money away. Um, and know that you know I can't I can't use it, and you know one day I'll be able to use that bucket of money in my uh, in my retirement years. Um, in in terms of some numbers, Karen, because you know some of uh, your listeners might you know might benefit from you know, just just talking around some numbers. You know if uh, if to, if you're going to retire tomorrow and you know you need ten thousand rand a month to live, you probably need about two million rand in your retirement savings to be able to sustain you for uh, for your retirement. But the scary part there is if you're looking to retire in 20 year, 25 years time, you know, that 2 million rand with inflation all of a sudden becomes eight and a half million rand. So, uh, so that just shows you the crazy effect that, uh, that inflation has. And if you need 50,000 rand a month and you were retiring tomorrow, uh, you know, in 25, in, in 25 years time, that, you know, 50,000 rand a month, you're going to need, you know, over 20 million rand in your retirement savings. So, you know, a lot of people use these as scare tactics, but uh, it actually is is reality. And how do I save? So my first sort of call to action would be in your company pension fund or provident fund. Add as much as you can to those and then get used to investing outside of those in various investment structures like tax-free savings account or other tax beneficial instruments and then the old one, get out of debt, 
as soon as you can. You know, the sooner you're out of debt, the, the more you can start investing. Mm, absolutely. Here's another question, Craig, from someone who seems very, very far from retirement. She'd like <laughs> to know how she should start investing and with how much. Cool. So I think if you're employed, you know, once again, you might be forced to contribute to their pension or provident fund, which is which is great. But if you're not, I would say, you know, try and look at putting 15% of your salary away, you know, in, into whatever instrument that uh, that is, you know, from your first salary check, get used to putting that 15% away. And so you don't get used to spending it, you know. I've got a, a really cool story around a, a client of mine who started uh, his career in the army. I mean, he's in his 60s now. And as he joined, he said that he's his position is, is probably only going to last about a year and then he's going to be forced to move into something else. So, you know, he said to himself, you know, and his wife at the time, like, what if I don't find another job straight away? So they made that decision together to put 30% of whatever he was earning at that point away into an investment that is going to be or a savings account that is going to be able to get them through his um, unemployed um, period, you know, that they that they thought was going to happen. And and in the end, it didn't happen. Um, the, he, he kept working. He stayed in the in the army for a number of years. But what he did is they had got so used to living off of the seventy percent, call it of his uh, of his income, that they just kept putting their thirty percent away. And and now he's, he's they're both in their sixties. They they can retire very easily at the moment. And they've traveled the world. You know, even on his modest salary at the moment, he's able to to do what he wants and and make the most out of his life because they started to save early. And they got used to putting that money away. So, Craig, based on those two questions, is there a difference in the way a young person and someone who's nearing retirement should be thinking about their investment portfolio? I think, you know, Carolyn, as you as you do, you know, get older and you've been invested for a longer period of time, you know, your your money gets bigger, right? So you tend to you tend to start stressing about that money a little bit more because now it's a, it's a bigger amount. So, you know, if there's a drop in your investment of two percent, you know, it looks a lot bigger when you're nearing retirement than when you when you've just started out. So, I think that's where emotions can play a role, and and often to our detriment when we start investing emotionally. So, I think that could be quite a key difference. I had a family member who was nearing retirement, and he understood that he didn't have enough. So he chose to take a portion out and put it into a more aggressive portfolio in his pension fund. And within two weeks, he lost 65,000 rand. Um, oh, my goodness. So, you know, he, he then said, oh, well, no, this is a bit too risky for me. I can't afford to lose more money. So he took it out and he, he put it back into the more conservative fund. So a couple of mistakes that he made during that, that period of time, but it was an emotional decision, you know, which he could have saved himself, you know, from that because he thought he didn't have enough. And, uh, Another example, I had a client who, you know, had uh, had been in, at one employer for, for over 30 years and, and he came to us and he had three and a half billion rand in his pension fund. It was actually enough for him to uh, to retire on. But, you know, through our work, we actually found out that he had been invested in a money market fund for that full 30-year period. And at that point in time, it was the default option in his fund. And if he had just understood or taken the time or somebody had explained to him that, you know, being in a money market fund isn't ideal, and he went into more of a balanced fund, he'd probably have triple what he, he had at retirement, if not more. So uh, his retirement would have looked, you know, a whole lot, uh, a whole lot more different. So yeah, always think and understand, 
you know, your investments, you know, no matter no matter what age. I mean, that's the component that I can think of when it comes to somebody who's starting to save versus somebody who's who's looking to retire. Um, so I don't think there's much difference in terms of investing, Carolyn, other than the emotional side of it. But, you know, also look for the the usual, you know, fundamentals, which is, you know, look at the asset classes that you invested in, look at tax breaks, um, you know, look at look at diversity. You know, those fundamentals don't change whether you you know, 20 years old or 50 or 60 years old. Hmm. Okay, well, thanks so much for answering those questions, Craig. And if you're listening and if you have any investment questions that you would like to ask, please do send them to me. You can email questions at classic1027.co.za. That's questions with an S at classic1027.co.za. And we'll ask Craig to answer them for you when he joins us again next Wednesday here on Classic Lunch. Thank you so much, Craig. It's always so wonderful chatting to you. Thank you, Carolyn. It's always great and uh, have a wonderful afternoon. And you too. The Classic Lunch Investment Q&A was proudly brought to you by Emperor Asset Management. Build an investment portfolio that makes sense for you at emperor.co.za. Emperor Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Summit the peaks of your financial goals with Emperor Asset Management. We have mapped out routes that will help you build an investment portfolio that makes sense for you. Specifically, our data-driven algorithmic investment approach will help you blaze your trail all the way to the top of your investment goals, no matter the climate. Embark on your quest for greatness at emperor.co.za. Emperor Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.